Wow. She said, oh, such a traditional you know, Japanese company is、mm-hmm. going to have a CEO from outside. Wow, it's going to become a symbol of a change of Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who is it? It's you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Made with Japan. I am your host, Ken Shibusawa. For this episode, I have the honor of welcoming Mr. Masahiko Wotani. He's the president and CEO of Shiseido, which is a widely recognized brand in cosmetics. He gave me over two hours of his valuable time. So we decided to split this episode into three parts. For this first part, we will learn how an outside advisor became the CEO of a company that will be celebrating their 150th. Anniversary next year. I think you'll enjoy this conversation, so let's get going. I would like to invite a really special guest today. He's、uh, Mr. Masahiko Uotani, Chief Executive Officer of Shiseido, which is a worldwide known brand in cosmetics. Please welcome Mr. Uotani. Thank you. Thank you. Can I call you Ken? Please call me Ken. And I understand I can't call you Masahiko or Masa. What, what, what should I call you in this well, program? Call me Tani. <laughs> okay, Tani for. Well, Tani. Well, Tani. Yes, okay. Yes. And what, why, why, why are you called Tani? Well, when I was at Columbia University、uh, back in 1981, I wanted to have、uh, a good nickname and asked my friends、uh, what, what is a good nickname. And because we Japanese use a family name as a. And calling the other people. So they came up with a、uh, you know, short version of Wotani, which、okay. is Tani. Tani. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> But、uh, one day, I have to tell you that、uh-huh. uh, because people were calling me Tani, and someone came to me and said, asking me a question Are you Italian? <laughs> <laughs> Not Tony. <laughs> well, you, you dress like an Italian. You're, very, <laughs> you're a very fancy dresser.、Um, But they don't call you Uo. No. But Tani. Okay. In Japan, yes. You know, some people call Wotani, Wotan. Okay, right, right, right. Okay, great. So, most people obviously have heard of Shiseido,、um, but if you had to explain what Shiseido was to a person that has never heard of or seen Shiseido, how would you describe Shiseido? Well, a leading Japanese beauty products company、mm-hmm. with the a,、um, purpose of.、Uh, Getting people around the world have happy lives with a smile. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's great. And you, you do that through what? How, how do you do that? Well, selling cosmetics is not our objective. Okay. So,、uh, yes, we have a, I would really obviously get into this、uh, story of Shiseido, 150 years of、uh, heritage we have.、Um, but、um, you know, cosmetics is, is just a mean to,、uh, as I said,、uh, people feel, you know, Energetic, feel confident, and,、uh, and have a, ha- a happy like, a smile on their face.、Right? Uh-huh. So, using a 9,000 beauty consultants in Japan,、uh-huh. and、uh, we are having a, a touch and a connection with a lot of consumers every day. And we would like them to feel, you know, putting uh, uh, cosmetics on their faces. I mean, they, They're、uh, more confident mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. outgoing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll、uh, get into a little bit of an interesting story later. You know, 
if, if I have time. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. uh, it is quite a different and uh, how beauty is perceived by different you know, group of people based on different regions is quite interesting. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. When I started uh, my uh, uh, CEO job at the Shiseido back in 2014, I came from other industry. Right. You yeah. came from the, the Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I worked well, for Coke in almost 20 years. I see. Well, yeah. Coca-Cola was supposed to make people happy as well, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> the first thing in the world is <laughs> yeah, their, their yeah, yeah, mission yeah, statement. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Uh, so, which is in the common then for the consumer business particularly. Right. Okay, okay, yeah. And... Uh, you know, she said I never had the uh, president CEO coming from other com- company. Right. In, yeah. In the one or forty years history. Yeah. So I was I was surprised. Uh-huh. I think everybody was surprised. Yeah. The employees and everybody <laughs> was surprised to have someone like me coming here. Yeah. Uh, but the the idea behind this is to have someone like me, a consumer, you know, marketing, you know, brand oriented kind of in you know, a career person, uh, come to uh, transform the company to be. A global, okay, and the marketing brand oriented company, okay, right. And uh, I thought, uh, you know, because the, at that time she said I had already had a one forty year history, yeah. So my job is not to really make it, uh, no, like you know, profitable next year. I mean, my job is to make this company mm-hmm. a, a have a stronger base for the another one hundred years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how I started in yeah. two thousand fourteen. I see. And then, because I didn't know this industry and business, and I went to really talk to consumers around the world. Mm-hmm. First, uh, you know, uh, nice-looking ladies in New York. Okay? So I asked them, oh, what does really beauty mean, or cosmetic uh, really mean to you? Very interesting. They were all kind of you know, smiling with energy and passion. As I said, well, you know, it really means to me uh, getting confidence okay. or um self-confidence, or I get energized, yeah. And then and went to Paris mm-hmm. okay, and asked the same question. And uh, she, in Paris, in Parisian, she said, um, well, you know, beauty means um, not necessarily cosmetics, it is fragrance. Because 50% of the market in Europe is fragrance. Mm. Okay. Not necessarily makeup and skincare. Okay, interesting. Okay. And then mm-hmm. she said, uh, with a lot of smile, like, uh, well, I broke up uh, with my um, boyfriend two weeks ago. Therefore, I changed my fragrance. So it's a part of the okay. of their life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then uh, went to uh, Beijing, China. Okay. And gave the same question. And then she said, in China, in Beijing, she said, well, Western people take it as a most of external beauty. You know, you put in, you know, cosmetics, I mean, makeups on your face, and you, you look good. Mm. But in China, we also put the priority on internal beauty. Mm. So it is not just external, but also internal. So mm. you have to be healthy. You have to have mm. a good, uh, you know, a condition of your mind as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a holistic beauty. Mm. I think it, it is an oriental thought, mm-hmm. as she said. Mm-hmm. Then we asked the same kind of question, you know, someone in industry in Tokyo. Yeah. Can can guess what uh, you think she said to me? She said Shiseido. Ah, uh, well, not unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said it's a, it's a part of my etiquette. Okay. No. Yeah. Mm. When I'm going out, 
I have to, you know, mm. have uh, a, in Japanese, midashinami, mm. right? Mm. And get uh, myself to look not necessarily a, you know, looking good, but you know, look okay. You know, when you mm. are going out, you yeah. should have a basic manner, right. right? Okay. So beauty is a part of that. Okay. It's part of the social courtesy. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very Japanese way. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Then finally, we went to uh, Korea. Okay. So, okay. Well, in Korea, in plastic surgery and you know making having a very uh, uh, you know vivid kind of a makeup mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. very common among young people. Mm-hmm. So she said, uh, "Well, you know, it is like a, a creating a beauty how you look. You know, it is not necessarily just a natural way. It, it, you're gonna you're gonna create it." No. Okay. Uh, yeah. mm. So. Um, you know, even if we are uh, obviously you know, selling the same kind of you know, beauty products and cosmetic product in the mm-hmm. world, I mean, mm-hmm. you know how it, it is perceived, how it is used mm-hmm. by the consumers, mm-hmm. depending on the on the cultural background, mm-hmm. is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she said, oh, uh, yes, essentially we are, you know, as I said, uh, getting people really have happy lives and having smiles on their face, but we have to be connected, right. we have to be relevant mm-hmm. to each, uh, you know culture and, and the behavior of mm. people mm. in a different country. We are currently operating uh, more than 120 countries. 120, okay, okay, okay. So the, the mission for Sisedo uh, on your uh, website, it says uh, be, uh, beauty innovation for a better world. So obviously you're a global company. Um, what, what is beauty innovation? Then? Well, Beauty innovations for us is that uh, to get the consumers a new kind of value, you know, because the cosmetics are used every day yeah, okay. for most of the people, yep. Yep. users, right? And but every day is different, and the consumers are different. Okay? So when we talk about uh, in a, a beauty, it, it is personalized. It, okay. it is a personal one. Mm. So we are trying to make it personalized. Particularly using a, a you know digital transformation, new capabilities of digital. You know, obviously we, we can get the, the a, each person's different kind of skin conditions mm-hmm. through smartphone mm-hmm. or in front of a, a kind of a digital mirror, mm-hmm. and then uh, we can make a diagnosis, and then mm-hmm. we can offer personalized solution to mm-hmm. each consumer, mm-hmm. and then uh, we can obviously a. a get their feedback and then see in two weeks how their skin condition are improving. Mm-hmm. So it is not just a one-time, you know, a purchase kind of a, a relationship. It is a long-lasting lifetime value, a, a lifetime kind of relationship we are building. So we want to make it personalized. We want to you know, make them really feel it's different every mm-hmm. day. So innovations you know, is I, I define it is a really personalized, mm-hmm. you know, a offering of, of beauty to each, each people, different right. way. So you, you mentioned that you were at Coca-Cola prior, yeah. and Coca-Cola's probably message was probably similar, and not 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 beauty innovation, yeah. but for a better world. Um, what, what was their catch copy? Refreshing was, the world. Refreshing the world. Okay, well, kind of similar. Um, but um, but now that you experience two companies, what, what what's the difference? As a business, you know, fundamentals are the same. Mm. When I joined the Shiseido with no background of cosmetics, in some media people did ask me, can you really run the company of beauty because you have no experience? Mm. My response is, 
Well, I'm not going to be, be selling it myself to each consumer. That's not my job. And mm-hmm. as, a, as a management of the company, lead of the company, you know, business is basically the same, creating relationship between the company and consumers, B2C business, right. and, and, and developing brand values. And therefore, the, a basic formula of the business is the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, products are different. The yep. service and the content is different. Mm-hmm. But so uh, I didn't really feel I'm in in the completely different world. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Well, actually, you know, you're my hero, <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why? why you're my hero is uh, we established this company called Commons Asset Management in 2008. In 2009, January, we started investing in our. From our initial investment in 2009, it was Shiseido. <laughs> it was in our portfolio. And the first, um, because we thought we had, there's potential for growth in Asia and uh, other markets uh, based on the beauty innovation that you mentioned. But the first couple of years was a little bit painful. Not really painful, but gradually painful. <laughs> it kind of started, just kind of went sort mm-hmm. of slowly, slowly. Um, then, then, then you came on board. And then a couple of years later, it just, everything just sort of went, you know, picked up all of a sudden. So, you know, so that became one of the most recognized CEOs, not in Japan, but probably the world, I would imagine. Um, but when you work, walked into Shiseido's doors for the first time from Coca Cola, well, you were, you were the, I'm sorry, you were the advisor. Marketing advisor, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interestingly, um, I didn't know what was the plan. I I was asked by uh, the former president, and whom I kind of knew. And he mm-hmm. called me and said, uh, "We are going to uh, change the company, getting more marketing capabilities. So, can you just become advisor to that project?" I said, "Oh, she said it was such a you know blue tip name, and, and, and having marketing project." So I was a bit surprised when I heard, you know, Shiseido has to really change the way they do marketing mm-hmm. and brands. Okay, right. But you know, obviously it's a big honor. And uh, yeah. I was running a, after Coca-Cola, I was running a small kind of marketing consulting firm mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. 10 people yes, together. Yeah. I see. So Shiseido became my client. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And all the time, of course, when I started coming to this office and getting involved in some projects. Yeah. And then... Uh, what, what was the project? If you can sort of go, if you can disclose what what oh, kind of. Okay, you know. um, basically, um, we picked up uh, you know, uh, three new new products development for existing brands. How we are going to really a, a redesign the value of the brands of Shiseido, okay. uh, Elixir, and okay. uh, Maquillage. Yeah. And they had already uh, started working on some uh, innovative new product called, okay. uh, for example, Altimune. Yeah? Okay. Altimune of Shiseido. Yeah? So uh, in the middle of that project, I was invited to, to give some advice. Uh, my uh, usual kind of, uh, uh, talk started with, are you really looking at the consumers? Yeah. I see. I see. Okay. 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 <laughs> then uh, that Altimune was uh, developed, and then introduced uh, after I joined you know, uh, in 2014. So it became my uh, first kind of project. And so working on the, the specifically new product development through a brand development, mm-hmm. uh, and then I was able to really give them a lot of advice. Like, you know, as I said, what's the proposition of the new product, mm-hmm. and uh, what is the brand, uh, you know, strategy. Mm-hmm. And, What's uh, the process to get there? 
and what kind of capabilities you need, what should be the organizational structure. Like Shiseido didn't have a brand manager kind of a you know, group at that time. So that's what I, I did. I came to the office like you know, two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then after five months, you know, something really surprising really happened to me, like you know, two external board members. External? Okay. External okay. board members yeah, yeah, okay, okay. contacted me yeah. and said, Oh, can we have a meeting with you? Yeah. I said, why board members? <laughs> external board members yeah, yeah. talking to an uh, advisor. And I just went there. Did you know these two individuals before? Uh, I knew one of them. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> then they said, well, can we just you know, get your point of view to uh, Shiseido because you are obviously outside a person and becoming an advisor, so you have a very objective view. Mm. Okay? So please, you know, don't hesitate, you know, to tell us you know, some issues. So please, tell me. and then I thought I have nothing to lose. Okay? Yeah. So I should be honest. Yeah. So I told them, and I uh, spoke to uh, marketing people. I once went to talk to uh, a, a sales, you know, um, a branch in Hokkaido, and you know, had a discussion with them, and there is, you know, a issue going on like this. You know, you know, I was very honestly you know, talking to them. They said, mm, thank you very much for candid opinions. Yeah. And then next week, I was again asked by another you know, external board members and auditors you know, who wanted to talk to me, having dinner. Yeah. So I said, what's going on? <laughs> Something is very strange. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I thought you know, they are serious. You know? yeah. And I, I respected that because yeah. even external board members wanted to change this company to make mm-hmm. it a, a better company. Yeah. So I thought I should help them, you know, had a discussion. Then a couple of weeks later, I mean, uh, one of the, the external board members uh, wanted to have a, a, a some chat again with me. And uh, he said, well, we have been working on succession of CEO, which I do not know, of course. And we have uh, three internal candidates, and we have been working on it. But because of the, you know, the, uh, the challenge we are facing today, you know, we have an idea. Maybe we're going to invite someone from outside wow. to be a CEO first time in, in 140-year history. He says, Wow. She said, oh, such a traditional you know, Japanese company is mm. going to have a CEO from outside. Wow, it's going to become a symbol of a change of Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who is it? It's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I'm very honored, but you know, I, I can't say yes you know, because uh, you know, I have my own small company yeah, yeah, working yeah. with, you know, mm-hmm. people working with me. And first I said, well, I don't. I don't think I can say yes. You know, I have to get approval from my wife. <laughs> okay. <you know>? Okay. <laughs> because she had been sick and tired of me and working late, having a lot of business trips and mm-hmm. coke. Mm-hmm. So she said, "You have to, you know, step down and relax yourself mm-hmm. and have a more kind of family life." Right. Right. So I said, "Wow, you know, becoming <laughs> a, a CEO of Shiseido, you know, uh, this is a company, you yeah. know, and uh, becoming global." And, you know, it's not going to be an easy job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I went home and I said, "Well, you know, today I was offered a, a possibility of becoming a CEO." She said, "My daughter, my wife, said no. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to kill yourself." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to talk to uh, you know uh, other partners of my company. Uh, sure, because yeah. I'm in company, three, three other people who worked with me. And said, "Well, you know, I'm going to be very open to you." And, and I, I was asked, you know, 
by several external board members. And they all said, wow, if you are gone, what's going to happen to this small company? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of young people are joining us because of you to work with you. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So they said, well, you should decline it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I went to talk to, because it, it is a very obviously confidential information, yeah, yeah. a bit of an insider kind of information. Sure, sure, right? yeah. Who is going to become CEO. Yeah. But I, I spoke to just a very limited people, mm-hmm. like I said, my family and my partners, and only one other person mm-hmm. who is my mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if you know, uh, the former uh, president CEO of IBM Japan called Mr. Shina. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, very famous. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Shino-san is my kind of mentor. So I, I went to talk to him and said, Shino-san, here's I am, and I'm kind of wondering what I should do. And he said, well, you have to think about it. Shino-san is a symbol of Japan. It's a kind of a treasure. It is a very important company for Japan. And it's kind of struggling. So, And then it is very unusual for them to ask you, working for Non-Japanese-based, you know, foreign company. Mm-hmm. Right? In, in, in Japan, there is a bit of a, a, a Japanese company community and right. a non-Japanese yeah. company. Right. Sure, sure. And yeah. I was outsider in the okay, sense. Okay, you're right? outsider. Okay, right. But you know, it is a a, a, a demonstrating that like they have a very strong sense of crisis, sense of urgency, mm-hmm. and, and and then they are counting on you. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big decision for them, in Shiseido, to make. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you should really challenge this and make Shiseido uh, uh, grow and uh, make it a better company, which means you are contributing to Japan, <laughs> country in Japan. So, that turned on a couple of switches inside of yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I made up my mind. I know? see, yeah. I see. Okay, wow. That's how I joined Shiseido. Really, really. Yeah. That's it's, it's, it's an interesting story because uh, the reason why we held on to Shiseido for such a long time, um, from 2009 to around 2011, 12, when things weren't going mm-hmm. all that well, was the fact that I felt back then that Shiseido was one of the front runners in corporate governance. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a very diverse, you know, corporate governance board right. even back then. Um, the transparency level disclosure I thought was top of you know of the of the. Uh, so certainly the Japanese corporations. And so that, that's why, you know, and the IR department was always very helpful in, mm-hmm. in communicating what was going on. So that, that was one reason we held on for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and in hindsight, that was a great thing because we were able to buy into Sesedo at, you know, relatively or a lot lower prices than currently right mm-hmm. now. And then, then you came in and you really turned things around business and, and of course, the, the share prices as well. Um but it must have been different when you were uh, an advisor coming to this mm-hmm. building, I guess. This is, it was this building. And then when you were named as the president CEO, people probably looked at you a little bit differently now. First of all, you know, people didn't know me. Okay. People who were just involved <laughs> in the project. Okay, I see. Who's right? this? Okay. Knew, okay. Knew me only. So, you know, uh, when we had the board of directors meeting and made a decision to uh, offer me a, a CEO job and present job, and then in the afternoon, uh, we had a press conference. 
and and uh, I was so surprised. Obviously, the you know, new president coming from outside to, to be president of Shiseido is such a big deal for media, mm-hmm. for investor, you know, the community as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was uh, uh, on TV. Uh-huh. You know, obviously, I didn't know that. And my uh, friends obviously had no idea, and they were so surprised when they were eating and then watching TV at seven o'clock p.m. And they said, "Wow, my friend is on TV with a big face, saying he's becoming CEO of Shiseido. <laughs> what the hell is this?" That, that was the, the reaction. Yeah. They started calling me and sending me emails saying, yeah, yeah. "Congratulations!" But I didn't know that it's a it's a big surprise. Yeah. But then um, I had a, a media kind of interview a lot. Yeah. Then, next morning, okay, I thought, okay, well, as many of my friends that came back that way, well, maybe employees, our people, and their families were all wondering who the hell is this person because we never heard. You know? Yeah. So I thought, you know, I should really introduce myself to our employees. Then I came here in the morning and asked them, hey, I'm gonna have a you know, a, a tour visiting uh, you know, people all, all over the floors of this building. So okay. I went okay. out okay. myself yeah. you know, to uh, each floor and said, hello, <laughs> I'm the guy that you, you saw yesterday on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the reaction on their faces? First, they were surprised. Yeah, yeah. You know, they all said to me, okay, this never happened before. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, president <laughs> which said is coming himself proactively oh, to right. say okay. hello. You know, it's a cultural kind of, you know, let's say, uh, you know, change. Oh, okay. So the president was a very far person from from the regular workers, I guess. Yeah, looks okay. like that. I didn't know that. Okay. But just my style. Okay. So I right. just went there and they said, hey, hey, you know, it's me. And, you know, <laughs> let's work together. You know, this is a great company. And we're going to make it even better. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. you know, I'm committed. I mean, so I don't know how many, but, you know, uh, groups when I went around you know, the, all, all the 22 floors here mm-hmm. and I went to other building, you know, where she said employees are yeah. working. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and then seeing the reactions, as I said, oh, we never, we never thought the president coming himself <laughs> to say hello to me. So I thought, okay, you know, this is my style and I want to be a, a part of the team together, you know, mm-hmm. where, whatever my you know, position is. I believe you know, being a president, being a CEO, is a simply a role. Okay. In Japan, interestingly, they you know take it a, a very significant way. You know, saying they usually put the put attention to the hierarchy, mm-hmm. right? And so, if president is here. You know, it's really up on the top, and and you know far from other part of the world. I mean, in company, right? So, okay, this is a traditional uh, kind of a culture. And Shiseido is one of them, mm-hmm. and therefore I'm gonna, I'm going to break it. And, and and my style, which was built over the last thirty years, you know, when I was with Coke and other companies, mm-hmm. yes, you have to take a very important uh, you know responsibility and accountability as a CEO. But being a CEO is not necessarily just in as a person. You, you are. I mean, different. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you, you are the same human beings, but right, taking right. a official assignment, assignment it's a, just a simpler role. Okay? Mm-hmm. That, is, that is my style. So I thought, you know, okay, you know, I'm going to really continue to do this and I'm going to talk to people in, in the front lines. In, in Japanese, it's called the Gemba. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Frontline people, in, in, in our case, beauty consultants. Yeah. 
and having a, a, a relationship with consumers, they are the ones. How many beauty consultants do you have? We oh. have 9,000 beauty consultants okay. in Japan. In Japan, okay. 20,000 uh, uh, all over oh. the world. And yeah. you met all 29,000? Almost all of them, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. And by doing that, and obviously I visited the uh, distribution center in, in, in Ohio State, in New York, yeah. in, in the U.S., yeah. you know, uh, plants in Japan and other places. So far, I've been here more than seven years. Yeah. I think you know, I've met uh, 85,000 employees probably. We have 24,000 employees all, all over the world. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe accumulative. Uh, oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Sudden, yeah. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. But it's very interesting like, by you know, uh, visiting them and asking, first, I mean, introducing myself. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, a new president for you and <laughs> your, your company. And so we're going to work together. And tell me what are the kind of issues you are facing today, you know, every day. I mean, you know, first reaction, typical Japanese uh, reaction is, I'm not going to take any kind of a risk to tell the president what's the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. right. So, uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, I uh, have to really uh, use my sense of humor. Okay. And uh, get them really smile fast. Right. And, and then, you know, they open up their minds and then they gradually started talking about what are the issues they're facing. For example, uh, in the first round, you know, I went to uh, a department store okay. and talked to the beauty consultants. And, and obviously, they were in the beginning quiet mm-hmm. and very nervous. You know? yeah. But gradually, they started talking. They said, well, we don't have enough product samples to give to the consumers, potential mm-hmm. consumers. Although they are selling the products like you know one hundred dollars, you know two hundred dollars, kind of very expensive yeah, cosmetics, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know you expect them, you know you give samples to consumers for them to uh, have a confidence with the product, and then they pay such a mm-hmm. big amount of money. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I said, wow, if you if you don't have enough product samples, you know you can't do a good good business, a good job yourself. You know? So I said, well, why? Well, we have to get the you know approval each time in headquarter in Tokyo. Because they are controlling the budget. Okay. But it's wrong. I mean, uh, 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 you should be controlling it. This is a, a bit of a, just a you know, small talk. Well, what's the issue okay, from beauty consultant? But it implies mm. there is a process issue. Mm-hmm. Okay? Budget is being controlled by headquarters okay. in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. While we do a business around the world and all over Japan. Okay. okay? And secondly, the culture behind this is we don't trust the, you know, the people in, in the field. Right. Sure. Right? Yeah. They're going to just spend the money. Right, right, right. right. So it's, uh, uh, therefore, I called the headquarters mm-hmm. and the finance manager and said, yeah. tomorrow, you're going to give them a budget for them to manage. Well, yeah. Ownership is very important. Right. We changed it. I see. Immediately. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't get any pushback from headquarters. No. <laughs> no, because well, being CEO is, is yeah, 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 particularly in the beginning, and they, yeah. they are watching you know, how I'm going to react. Right, yeah. right, yeah. sure. And that's one. And uh, I went to uh, R and D mm-hmm. again to introduce myself because you know she said, oh, you know, R and D is just so important. It's a lifeline." I said, so I spoke to them. You know how I expect the uh, you know innovations from R and D. And then I said, well, any uh, comments or questions? Everyone's so quiet. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, one, I would say, relatively younger 
a lady mm-hmm. raised her hand. Yeah. And uh, she said, well, you know, we have tried to change the company. Transformation, transformation, transformation. Again, many times, six times, as well, I understand. Mm-hmm. Nothing has really worked well. So how can I expect someone like you coming from outside to change the company? Good question. What a good question, <laughs> right? What a good question. I didn't only obviously expect that kind of a question. Very straightforward. Yeah. And I think she had the guts to say yeah, that. Right? Yeah. First, I said, wow, thank you. You know, it, it, it is good. And there is someone who gives a very straightforward question like that. Yeah. Frankly, I have no idea what I can tell you. Mm. Because uh, only changing CEO may not be enough to change the company. Sure. But I will give my best. Okay? But I want to tell you one thing that CEO is not going to change the company, but just himself or mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. You are the one who is going to change the company. Right. Yeah. Obviously, I don't prepare that, so I, I said yeah. that naturally. Yeah. Then the other sales group yeah, I visited, and we had uh, a, a bit of a kind of party, you know, having some drinks. And, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, when we uh, finished it, uh, a, a, again, a young Again, you know, female kind of uh, employee stood up and having a microphone. Mm-hmm. She was a bit kind of, I think, drunk, you know, because <laughs> it, was a, it was a reception. Okay, okay, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, President, I, I was uh, you know, standing a little kind of away, and, and she, she called me. She said, yeah. I have to tell you, I'm in, in the seventh year in this company, and just after the school, I joined Shiseido, mm-hmm. seventh year. Last seven years. I have never achieved my sales target. <laughs> it's a shame. I want to win. Yeah. Can you really you know, make me really win? Oh, I, had, I had so, how can I say, so touched. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I thought, wow, we can really win because I have seen so many you know, passionate, energetic people like her. And, but, so my job is not to really recreate everything. My job is to unleash people. Sure. Yeah. That's what I thought. In, in New York, uh, I had an interview mm-hmm. with a potential kind of candidate from other company mm-hmm. and very senior position in, in our U.S. operations. Very uh, you know talented person. I really wanted her to join us, and I asked her, "Okay, you have been in the beauty industry and you know, working for a French company and having a senior position, so you know the industry very well." Can you tell me your impression about Shiseido? And she said, well, uh, I'm going to be very honest with you. Okay, We all know Shiseido has a very good uh, uh, technology, and high quality, and, and, but I think it's a sleeping beauty. Okay. Sleeping beauty. That's what she yep. said. Yeah. But she joined. Yeah. Therefore, I thought, again, you know, my job is not to rebuild everything. Sure. There's a lot of good things there and, and uh, you know, strength of mm-hmm. the company. Mm-hmm. My job is, again, to just uh, mm-hmm. you know, unleash people or, I would wow. say, uh, because it's uh, a sleeping beauty, I'm going to just wake her up. Right, right, right. With your kiss, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were kind enough to join Commons Asset Management. We had a, a, a session mm-hmm. in, in front of our, our you know individual investors. And... Um, I don't know if you remember, but but you gave me a wakuwaku card. Wakuwaku card. Yeah. Can you tell me about the wakuwaku card, okay. please? Again, um, through my talks with our employees, okay, it was uh, interactive. 
I found that some of the common words, okay, common concepts, the common words. One is ichigan. Ichigan, okay. Yeah, which is a kind of one united yep, force yeah, right, yeah, in yeah. English. Yep. And everyone said, okay, you know, we're going to work together to change this company to grow Shiseido with mm-hmm. an Ichigan spirit. Okay. Everyone said that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Therefore, I came up with a project internally, Ichigan project. Okay. Everybody works together. You know, okay, all right. The other word you know, okay. I okay. found very commonly okay. in, uh, described by employees is wakuwaku. Okay. Yeah. okay. We want to really uh, uh, create a wakuwaku. Wakuwaku is very exciting. Yeah, also, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And kind of feeling happy. That's yeah, right, yeah, positive. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so we're going to create uh, that wakuwaku and deliver, delivering wakuwaku to our customers, consumers. Okay. is our mission. Okay. Everybody oh. said that. Okay. And then my, uh, you know, talk with them is, okay, it's it's good, but before you give wakuwaku to your consumers, uh-huh. customers, yeah. you have to get the wakuwaku yourself. Uh-huh. Okay, right, yeah, right. sure, yeah. So, uh, you know, again, I found that there are so many good things that are happening in this company. Mm-hmm. You know, therefore, when I learned that there is a good thing, like they worked you know, uh, with the customers and grow the business, they came up with a small kind of ideas. I I I printed that many kind of wakuwaku cars. Okay. And uh, putting their name, their such and such, and then putting a short comment like, "Oh, what a great uh, you know sales achievement with your customer," and and signed myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, gave it to them. Yeah. I'm still carrying every day you know, uh-huh. wakuwaku cars. Okay. It's a small kind of token, small you know recognition. Yeah. But you know. It is a recognition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People obviously are very uh, excited to uh, receive it. They are proud of it. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, I, when I went to uh, see our employees these days, you know, those people who received it are putting those cars in front of them in, okay. on, on yeah. the desk, yeah. Yeah. which well, is which is a you know yeah. a uh, you know a great uh, encouragement. Actually, CEO obviously are human beings. This is my belief. You know, yeah. Yeah. so. <laughs> It's not only you know CEO just you know motivating people. I should be motivated as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if the CEO is not wakwaku, that company That's has a right. problem, right? That's right. No. So you know when I gave that card, you know, and they talked to me about what they did, uh-huh. you know, and then uh-huh. I get really motivated. Yeah. Okay. It is a it is a, a you know two way kind of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, I still remember um, I got wakwaku the card and I felt. I felt wakwaku, <laughs> so I still have the card actually. So. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. One thing I want to kind of go back to is the sense of governance, because um, as I mentioned, the reason why we were able to have be a long-term investors in Sisedo is because they had good governance, and it, and it paid off. Currently, there's lots of um, well. Let me track back up a little bit. Um, Japanese governance, I think, in the last ten, you know, fifteen years, it's really come a long ways than before. But still, in the newspapers, we see, you know, we see these sort of mm-hmm. problems that pop up, you know. And so, from your perspective as a CEO of a large Japanese corporation, what, 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 what's the proper way to have corporate governance in, in Japan? First, uh, you know, I didn't know exactly what, uh, you know, CEO should be behaving, you know, the, the, According to the corporate governance principles, you know, when I joined here in 2014, because uh, you know I was the president and CEO of Coca-Cola, which is a 100% subsidiary of American sure, headquarters sure. company, so I was a bit involved mm-hmm. in uh, investigations. Mm-hmm. That that's it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, first, you know, I would say, you know, corporate governance is emerging. Mm-hmm. So I should be learning it every day. Okay. I should really train myself, you know. And the second point is that uh, you know, corporate governance is based on a, I would say, common sense, a lot of common sense, you know, mm-hmm. how CEOs should be behaving, how we're going to make decisions, how we're going to uh, get the a shareholder's view into our, our uh, day-to-day work. You know. uh, so uh, first, I, mean, you know, I would say we shouldn't really you know, take it as a very um, you know, difficult a kind of a task you know, when mm. we, we implement the corporate governance. Mm. Okay. That, that's what I feel first. Okay. And the second point is that uh, the other point I make is it is a base of everything we do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have uh, many stakeholders. You know, I uh, came up with a, a concept that called the people first. Okay. And I put uh, you know, our employees and people in the middle. Yeah. And then when they are motivated, when they come up with a lot of new ideas of innovations, then we can take it to the society, which uh, where we have customers and mm-hmm. consumers, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they find the value of our innovations, they pay money. Sure. And then we can increase our sales sure. and deliver you know, better profit. Mm-hmm. Then we can then a, a uh, share that uh, you know, value in, uh, from profit to our shareholders mm-hmm. and investors. Okay. So you know these are the three kind of main a a, a stakeholder kind of a, a structure I have myself. Mm-hmm. I came up with, with this after seven years, mm-hmm. six years. Mm-hmm. So, but then. I have to have a, a, as I said, a common sense and a good balance. Mm-hmm. You know how I'm going to share the value with our employees, what you know, shareholders. Mm-hmm. You know, American companies in the 70s and 80s uh, were a bit of you know criticized now and get too much shareholder oriented, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah. And then you know, obviously, customers, uh, mm-hmm. consumers are so important for us, mm-hmm. and suppliers mm-hmm. in society. Mm-hmm. So corporate governance as a base. You know, having those three kind of key stakeholder uh, uh, streams, mm-hmm. and uh, but the three, I'm sorry, is the shareholder, the, the people. I'm saying mm-hmm. the people working the company, the shareholders, and the customers. Is that exactly okay? Yeah, consumers and the customers. Yeah, okay. and then you know, this corporate governance should be you know telling us okay how mm-hmm. I'm going to really make a balance. Okay. I shouldn't be just you know, lean, too much skewed to uh, shareholders as the American companies in 60s, 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, employees are very important as well, especially for Japanese company you know, philosophy, mm-hmm. things like that. Sure. Obviously, customer, they are the ones who pay you know, to us. Right? And, and therefore, uh, you know, uh, to me, a corporate governance, when we make a decision where we should be you know, a, a putting our investment and getting value out of it, you know, Corporate governance is going to tell us right, what we have to do. Yeah. I think that's how I see corporate governance. Mm-hmm. More practically, um, you know, share, uh, shareholders obviously uh, are empowering to uh, the board of directors, which is a uh, you know, consistent with the internal board of directors and external board of directors. Particularly in these days, you know, external board members are, have, are having a very strong uh, responsibility. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you know we have our uh, management operating team you know, under my myself, you know, mm-hmm. and then when, whenever we make very important decisions, we take it to the obviously you know board mm-hmm. of directors sure. to, to approve. You know we uh, 
always very transparent, mm -hmm. you know, bad news first, when okay. there is a risk and we're going to be very transparent yep. to tell them. Yep. Yeah. And then we get, uh, you know, their advice and then, you know, we ask for approval or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so it is a kind of a, I would say, um, you know, open community where we are, you know, showing our a, a sense of responsibility with integrity. And then we, you know, ask for their not only just simply advice, but you know their, you know, approval and support okay. to the uh, to the you know, business. And when we make decisions and taking risks, and you know, we want them to see. And then, then this community is uh, because of a public company is should be open to the shareholders, okay. right, to the society. You say community. You talk about the board. Yeah. The board is the community. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Board and uh, and, and uh, okay. Okay. operating okay. Uh, uh, management. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. 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 What what do you expect from your external directors as a CEO? Two streams, I would say. Mm -hmm. One is as I said, uh, they most of them obviously have a, a very uh, a strong kind of background of a business and running or consultants and lawyers. Everybody has a different kind of background, right? So with that, you know, I expect their expertise to, you know, tell us what we are doing. Are we doing right things or not, you know, yeah. you know doing something wrong? I mean, from their subject matter expert kind of view mm -hmm. is very important. Yeah. Right? So conversations there is very uh, valuable for okay, us. Right. Yeah. Then, let me say, once they take a certain position and make decisions, okay, then it is not simply a the decision CEO is making himself or herself. It is a bold decision. Right, right. right. So they take a responsibility. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's very important. And uh, currently, obviously, we are increasing the uh, you know, expectation for the board and the go you know, corporate governance code is now you know, devised. Yeah. So obviously, uh, I expect the board of directors to, uh, you know, spend more time and, and give us commitment and mm -hmm. give us their kind of ownership as well. Okay. Yeah. How, how about the composition of external board directors? Do, mm -hmm. you, do you think there's a, what kind of mix there should be? Well, we have a principle that uh, at least 50% is outside. Okay. Yeah. And we are not like, uh, you know, uh, some of the American companies yet, like you know, 80%. You know, mm -hmm. But, you know, I would say, Fifty percent is minimum, okay. and, and, and probably in the future, I mean, there uh, near future, I mean, there will be maybe you know over fifty percent will mm -hmm. be taken by the external board members. Yeah, and then of the external board members, what what's the composition of of that? Well, you know, uh, what do we call skill metrics in these days? Okay. <laughs> that shows uh, yeah. you know uh, a variety and yeah. a really diverse background, yeah, like uh, you know, uh, uh, someone who. Have experience of running a big, uh, you know, public company as a as a general manager mm -hmm. and CEO, someone who was involved in academic side of a, you know, global business, mm -hmm. uh, being consultant mm -hmm. for a global consulting firm, mm -hmm. and uh, very uh, prominent, uh, you know, uh, lawyer you know, mm -hmm. as, as well. So it, 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 and a venture, I mean, who has experience of uh, starting up a business, you know. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Has a lot of variety. Okay. And also, in, in, in our case, we have an auditor committee. Okay. Yeah. Right. It, it's yeah. a you know, Japanese mm -hmm. way of, mm -hmm. of, of uh, organization structure. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I see auditors, external auditors, uh, 
in a sense, in the same way to give mm-hmm. us a, uh, yeah. Yeah. a, a good uh, you know, suggestions and mm-hmm. advice and uh, a looking at the risk you know, uh, mm-hmm. factors as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, lawyer, uh, background person, and business background person, and uh, M1A kind mm-hmm. of you know, background person. So mm-hmm. depending on the subject that we are you know, uh, discussing, you know, we're going to get the very valuable, you know, opinions and point of views, pushbacks. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. That's right. very important. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. When you get a pushback, how do you how do you do you push back or do you do you um, how do you react when you get pushed back? Well, first, uh, when we prepare our in, uh, proposal, you know, obviously we think of you know, how we are going to support our position ourselves. You know, we needed to com- have a confidence ourselves, right? Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I'm not <laughs> able to take it to the board yeah. right, for approval. So we have a lot of internal kind of debates, discussion, get prepared ourselves. And then you know, go to the board. And interestingly, you know, mm. because as I said, though, they have a variety of background. Some people gave us completely unexpected <laughs> Questions of the pushback. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, we have a healthy debate mm-hmm. you know, based on what we had prepared that we we're going to say. Well, we thought about it, but we think it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, we are not able to uh, react to the pushback. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, uh, usually take it back, you know, mm-hmm. t- uh, to come back. and Or, you know, during the time you know, we are preparing for us to come back and we said, well, you know, um, we, should, we shouldn't do this. I see. At days, for example. Right. You know, yeah. I said, when we have a confident, you know, and this is a good company that's mm-hmm. going to create incremental value to Shiseido, mm-hmm. you know, we, we are very firmly, obviously, asking for approval mm-hmm. with some pushbacks and questions. Mm-hmm. And at one time, you know, with a, some kind of debates, we concluded we're not going to do that. Mm. Yeah, mm. we listened to them and we changed our mind. Mm. Yeah, okay. that's very important. Right, 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 right. I hope you enjoyed our first part of this episode with my conversation with Tani. He's like this Mr. Sunshine that descended into every corner, every corridor of Shiseido, and like he said, to unleash. 150-year-old company. And how did you do that? With some good wak-wak and some good corporate governance to support that. So stay tuned for part two of this episode with Tani. Until that time, have a good day or evening, wherever you are. <laughs>